Welcome to the Phoenix Mystery School's July, August, and September update. So starseeds, if you're listening, this might resonate with you. And those of you who are unsure if you're a starseed, just listen and see how you feel. If at any point this doesn't resonate, then feel free to go about your day. So going through the next few months, it's hard to believe that at the end of this segment, it'll be a year since I started doing these three-month journeys and going over the energy to really pay attention to in this time. So starting off with July, July is going to be an interesting month. I know so many people have already been going through their transit points and alchemizing a lot of their past pain into wisdom, but many that I have noticed and observed have also been going through this a little bit in the month of June, starting to see some of the past pain points that haven't been fully processed and fully integrated and moved through. Not necessarily released. I feel like that's a term that gets overused quite often in the self-healing community is just letting everything go. But in this process here, it's really about understanding where you've come from how it shaped the person that you are today, not dismissing the pain and the trauma or anything that you've went through, but really how you've come out to this brand new side of being a completely different person. And it's interesting because when you look at it, it's almost like going into that inner depth of who you are. It's almost as if there's a sense of going into this deep, dark place, you know, the voids, of our bodies and of our mind, of our spirit, and transmuting that. And I know this has been a theme over the last while of taking into consideration going into the deepest parts of ourself will allow us to expand into a greater sense of joy. So interesting enough about this time as well, it's around going into that depth. How can you allow yourself to surrender to that process? How can you feel into some of these wounds? And not all of them need to be felt. I've brought this up before. So in our bodies, it is very wise. Our Wei Qi system, our, you know, our stomachs, our intestine, even the navel and the gallbladder meridians actually process and integrate and synthesize pretty much everything that we go through. The only time that this process is hindered is if we try to suppress those emotions. So yeah, sometimes we do have to feel them. Sometimes we do need to express them. But if we sat there and went through every single emotion that we had at every single part of the day, this would be considered micromanaging our body's innate wisdom because it knows what to do. Sure, there's sometimes you really have to feel into things that we have suppressed. Sometimes it's more of just that knowing, but not everything um, needs to go to that sense of depth. And I don't mean this in a bypassing way, but if we're in more of that strong mental capacity, our day to day, there's a lot of emotions that we deal with that can actually be worked through naturally in our system without us having to tell the body what it's naturally built to do. So surrendering to this process, surrendering to feeling the emotions in the moment to noticing them also in the moment and just being present with them without trying to tell it what to do because our emotions are just that energies in motion and sometimes they need to go to different place of the body first so typically to the diaphragm 
so I can decide what to do with it. Sometimes it comes up for expression, sometimes it just goes through the intestines and literally comes out of our system through the urinary tract or the other intestinal tract. So at the end of the day, there might be some aspects, especially through the month of July, which emotions are showing up, which ones have been those suppressed emotions that we might need to express. And some emotions we've actually expressed many, many times over. So it's just as simple as allowing it to move through the body. What wisdom is there, if any, through those experiences? What has it shown you if there is that lesson? Because not everything is, but you can absolutely look into and feel into with that sense of love and truth, what is there for you? So really talking about opening up your heart more, having more of that space in your heart. It is very, very common for majority of us, I would say like 99% of us, at some point in our life to have experiences that may seem like they're closing our heart or we've had to numb ourselves out. There's many people out there that are so not used to receiving love that when it's offered to them, it doesn't feel real. It feels like a trap. It feels like it doesn't feel safe at the end of the day. And then there's many of us that feel like no matter how much love they give and they give, it just doesn't feel like enough. So we all have some love wounding that's present. Maybe we had very loving upbringings and once we left home realized that this world isn't always like that. And there's some definite wounding around not finding maybe the right supportive friends. So it's interesting just to notice like where we can go deeper in our heart, where we can go deeper in our soul and be more present in our body and feel more, I wouldn't say feel more clear, but in a sense by releasing those, or not releasing, but processing those components that we need to. So just being honest about what's coming up for you and maybe journal it out, maybe go scream it out, maybe go run it out, maybe go connect with the earth or go for a swim and just really feel that process. So in the self-care realm, as you're going through these depths, deep places within your body, mind, soul, spirit, the other thing that will also help you, nourishment one is a priority, nurturance is a priority, but also celebrating yourself. This is a huge, huge piece, taking all of these deep spaces of wounding, but then also meeting it with love and compassion and then saying, hey, look where I've come. Look how far I've made it. Look what I grown through. Look where I am now. Look at all the things that I have done. And the thing is, most people don't celebrate what they do unless it's like a massive, massive achievement, you know, and I think we need to start small and celebrate more things day to day. Maybe it was having a difficult conversation that you're not used to actually doing. Maybe it's setting a boundary and trying to stay more confident in that. Maybe it's actually not contracting when you're paying a bill. Like these are huge things to really celebrate when you start to rewire old patterns and to see like how much of that pain that you've already been able to transmute and alchemize into your life. So celebrate you, celebrate who you are as well. 
because as we heal and grow and become better, or not better versions, but we become different versions of ourselves, this is something that is worthy of celebrating, like changing your attitudes, changing your beliefs, becoming more open, less rigid. That is an amazing accomplishment in itself, especially if you've dealt with a lifetime of not having that in your life of where you have to have some monumentous achievement to have some value in life, just knowing you're valuable as you are. So that's going to be your month of July. Now going into the month of August, it's interesting how it's like the alchemization and then going into specifically your star family, knowing that you are a part of the star seeds and it is a team of souls that have been called here to assist. Every single set of soul, no matter where they come from, is here to assist in what's happening now. Starseeds may have, you know, differences and missions, and that's fine. No one's better than the other person, just different in what they're called here to do. So as starseeds, you can often feel as if you don't belong. You feel like you're left out, like you're a complete alien, for lack of better terms, especially growing up. It may be harder to really make those connections or you just may feel like you don't belong here on earth. There's some star seeds like Palladians that are very good at having that love warm energy, but then that may be misused in a lot of ways. So star seeds, knowing that you're here for a purpose, you're here to help with the collective healing, but you also need support. You cannot do this alone. No one on this earth can do their mission alone. This is not the frequency or the consciousness that we're in today. Of course, back in the day, there was many people that walked their path somewhat alone, but they still had like even a small inner circle of people that totally believed in them and supported them and uplifted them. So you are no different. Find those support systems of people that understand you. And as starseeds, you need to be surrounded by more starseeds and not saying that you can't connect with, you know, the earthly old souls or you know, the elementals, because they're also very good kinship friends. However, you also need a few of the starseed groups who understand you and what you're doing with this esoteric version of your life. So call in your support systems, call in your star family, ask for them to be shown to you and look for your aligned actions and synchronicities here. So for self-care, some of the aspects that you're going to have to look into here is around seeing the beauty that does surround you. Often when we've gone through terrible, terrible situations in our life, it is easy to point out all of the bad things that's happening on a constant basis, all the dangerous things, all the things that you know add to this wounding that you have from the past. It may be harder to actually look into the actual beauty that is around, what is actually beautiful right now that you can tangibly maybe see, or what has an action been towards you that has been beautiful as well. Maybe someone offered to help you with something or was there for you when you needed it. Just trying to see, even in the smallest forms, where the beauty is that's around you, if you can. So taking some time to focus on, not just focus on the positives, because you know that's toxic positivity and bypassing, but just reworking your brain to start noticing more of the kind, loving gestures that are around us. 
and the kind loving spaces that are actually there and the supportive aspects that are there. Is there people that you can count on and rely on and celebrate that, acknowledge that, acknowledge some of the things that are there that you do have that is very supportive for you in this time and pointing out those synchronicities as they come. So now going into the month of August. So now that we're working with the collective wounding, working with calling in our support systems, now we're going into what our mission here is in September. So your double mission is showing up. So as a starseed, not every starseed is a light worker and not every light worker is a starseed. However, there are the lightworker starseeds that are here. Often they're from Lyra or Sirius or Arcturus or even Mintaka. So a lot of these original lightworkers and starseed blends that have come here, it's time to really fully open up to what that mission is. And the more you can actually open up and be you, the more that you can show up in this world as you are, no matter how weird or crazy it may seem, being authentic and genuine in whatever that is. That is how you serve the world. That is the permission you give the world to do what they need to do. This is how you create a ripple of impact. You cannot create an impact by not being genuine, by being something other than what you are. It's almost impossible to fully connect on a deep level if you're not being that authentic version of who you are. So as you show up in this world, in this authentic version, this is how you're able to connect with others. And if you are in the healing industry, it's how you're going to be able to serve them from that depth and that real deep capacity versus not being able to fully connect in those depths and those realms. So being a light worker doesn't mean you're always in the healing aspect, but you definitely can be. There can also be, um, sorry. Sorry, of course I had something go off. <laughs> right in the middle of this podcast. But if you are in the healing industry, of course you know that genuinity, that compassion aspect of where you need to be. But if you're not in the healing industry, no matter where you are, like even if you're in a corporate office, you still need to be able to be who you are. And if you feel like you need to change who you actually are, then it's probably not the right place where you're actually going to make a difference, which can be really difficult because some of the starseed lightworkers have also incarnated here to actually start making a change from the inside out in many different areas, like politics and law, even religion. You know, there's many that are shifting the dynamics and making more of that authentic truth to actually come forward. There's so much coming to the surface now. And all the light workers here are banded together, regardless if they're starseed or not, to help create these changes so that we can have more of that peace and clarity here on Earth so that the same cycle of abuse and torture and everything else actually comes to an end so that we can be more in our sovereignty. And the more that we all start claiming our sovereignty and our free will and that truth aspect, the more that the rest can no longer hide. There can't be manipulation when there's a certain mass consciousness demanding truth and love and peace and creating that change. So being you, being in this space is what's going to create change. 
and in so many other ways as well, like standing up for injustice, being in solidarity. You can't ignore the things that are happening anymore. It's really time to step up as leaders and actually lead from the front, regardless of who you are and where you are. So with the self-care, turns into self-trust. So the whole month of September, it's really leaning into that self-trust. So before you're leaning into the heart and now within that, it's going to create that sense of self-trust. Also know that within that trust comes your intuitive factors and your intuitive factors is callings essentially from you, your higher self, your soul, your wisdom before you can even make sense of it. Your intuition, regardless of what it seems, is always right. Your intuition is there to guide you. Those nudgings are there to guide you. I can't even count how many times I've ignored those nudgings and they've come back full in my face. Like I couldn't run from it. I may have taken some detours for sure, but then I've always come back to center knowing that this is who I am. And for many listening, it's going to be very similar for you. Trusting your intuition is the ultimate act of self-trust and love. We may not be able to explain our intuition or our downloads or whatever information, but we also need to trust that coming from this place of non-judgment and neutrality, which seems so lovely and easy. But being in a state of neutrality is probably one of the hardest things to not have that sense of judgment because as humans we're having a human experience so we're going to place judgments on a lot of things but also getting clear on where those judgments are coming from is it coming from a collective thought form is it coming from old conditioning patterns or an old belief that isn't ours and choosing to recognize that this is not what we're bringing into our life but if it's a positive one like expanding on that as well so it's interesting to know that We all have intuition. We all have that capability, but most of us don't trust it. And we'll find out later, oh, I should have trusted it, you know, because whatever it was, was right. And we'll have many occasions where it's right, it's right, it's right. And we're like, oh, dang it, I wish I listened. And then there's times that you wish it wasn't right. But intuition is information to help guide us. So learn to step into and lean into trust more and more. You can even say things like, I am learning to trust my intuition more every day. I am learning to engage my intuition more every day. And then ask yourself in random situations, what am I actually seeing beyond the normal sense? What do I see here? What do I feel? What do I actually hear? Does this sound true to me? There's been so many times where I've heard people talk and in my mind, I'm like, that's bullshit. (laughs) And I mean, when people lie, usually it's because of their inability to accept that level of truth. It's usually not because of the other person or because they'll say things like, oh, I thought you wouldn't understand or care or trust or whatever. But that's also a belief system they've made up in their mind for the most part. So a lot of people lie because they can't reconcile themselves with the actual truth. They can't face it. So then they don't say it. So I've learned to take a lot of those things non-personally, but my boundary is in friendships and relationships, I honor the truth. 
I will always have space for the truth and I do not have space for those who do not trust me or themselves to bring the truth forward, whatever it may be. And if it's something that on the inside they really don't want to talk about, but for some reason they're talking about it, if you can't be honest about it, then just keep it to yourself for now. (laughs) You know, like for me, I have these boundaries in place and I ask that others respect that. So if they can't be honest, then just don't say whatever it is until it can come from an honest place. So that's the thing. You can know these things that hurt people hurt people, you know, and you can also know that it's not personal, but you can also have boundaries stating, you know, this is what is and isn't acceptable for me and to hold that strong. So in that sense, in September, self-trust, but it also leads into boundaries. Having that sense of trust will always lead into that sense of love, of self, of others, and with boundaries. Alrighty, so I hope you guys got enough information over the next three months to kind of guide you through the next little bit. You can journal things, you can, you know, go into nature and really sit with it each month and see what's coming up for you. Or, you know, you can listen to some sulfagio frequencies or binaural beats and really just think about like what's coming through over these next few months and set some intentions around all these things and really just checking to see how much has changed for you over the last, you know, three months, six months, 12 months, or even a couple of years, because we're all evolving and growing and something that was true for you a year ago may not be true for you now. I so appreciate you divine souls listening in, tuning in, and sharing your experiences, your thoughts, and I'm looking forward to hearing more of them. So if you have anything to share with me, you sure can on, you know, Facebook, on Instagram, or you can email me at trinysage333 at gmail.com, but have a good rest of your evening, and so much love to all of you and all the Star family that are tuning in 